OTB GAA. I think it has become a little bit sanitized. You need somebody to bring a bit of color and wit and enthusiasm. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Anthony Moyes is with us. Anthony, good morning to you. Gents, how are we? How was your weekend? Eh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I felt sorry for you, Ger, I have to say. I felt sorry for you sitting here, Colin Covers, he couldn't, you know, the unbridled joy was, it was it was coming from every orifice. <laughs> it was just a great weekend of sport, actually. That's yeah, all. Alan was doing his best to try to stay yeah. as measured as he could, but I could feel, you know. Schadenfreude is a bitch, Colin. You better be careful with it. That's all I've I'm going to say. I've had plenty of it. Manchester United supporter, for well, example. Say, oh, yeah, Manchester United. You know what I mean? I support the biggest, most richest club in the world. It's terrible. Cork GA in general. So you know, yeah, my yeah, issue yeah, no, is, my issue is, and I said it over the weekend. It's, it's, it's like people jumping up and down, and it's brilliant for O'Gara. You know, hmm. yeah, but that's it. It's O'Gara, okay, Dunica Ryan, and Olsen Delant. That is it. That as far as our relationship with yeah. Larishel yeah. goes, that is it. And when it comes to the World Cup, those three fellas aren't really involved. No. So now we have a team that possibly is, what, 12 or 13 of the team that'll be yeah. on the Irish team? Sizable, yeah. yeah. And by the way, that is a massive chink in the arm. If I'm New Zealand, France, whoever else, yeah. Scotland, I'm thinking, you know what? Uh, yeah, there's yeah. something we didn't expect. Uh, it's just a few left over, like Peter Omani, Bundyaki, Mac Hansen, not involved. That's it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's very few. Like yeah. Tygburn is the one that you, you Tygburn, really miss yeah. from that Leinster side. But, yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's a worry. But... Uh, I actually, I've, it was funny, I was saying it uh, on Friday, I actually said it in the office, I said, I don't think Leinster are going to win this game. Just things were just all being, look, it's always the same. And it's, 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 it goes back to, I know we're going to shout about Gaelic obviously sometime, but you go back to that Mayo-Roscommon game, which seems like about four months ago now. Well, Similar type of situation, yeah. if you remember coming into that game. Mayo were odds on, you know, playing great football, um, you know, doing all the right things. McStay was on saying this was his ideal job. The backroom team was being spoken about. And bang, yeah, the rubber hits the road. Now, can they learn like Mayo learn? I mean, I hope that Ireland can. I mean, in fairness, so last year, the same thing happened to Leinster and then they had a pretty good uh, summer test series. So yeah. we shall see. Um, speaking of Mayo, right? Yeah. Uh, we were having conversations last week. There's a, a division of opinion. I do think these games are really meaningful and really matter. And the whole point of this is like bringing the football carnival around the country. There was a carnival in Sligo. There's a carnival in Killarney. And it really matters to Mayo that they go down there and they smash Kerry. Mm. Like that, I think, is a signature performance. And look, you know, it doesn't mean they're going to... But it, it, they're, they're going to believe everything now that everybody in the in the... The backroom team says about tactics, about hard work, about like, you know, everything that they said would happen in the Kerry game, I suspect, came came through for them. And uh, they're big, big signature moments in a season. Absolutely. Um, and the six weeks or so that they've had, obviously, to prepare for this, there's always a worry when you're part of a management team in that you're saying, OK, we're, we're going to go this way. We're going to hang our hat on this. Yes, you'll have some scenarios where, OK, possibly if this doesn't go right, we'll, we'll do this. But, you, but you're by and large, you are going down the route of playing to a certain emphasis. 
And if that doesn't go right, it doesn't go right. And yeah. that's just it. And of course, if it does go right, and go back to the Leinster thing, like a point or two either side, and of course, it, it doesn't mean that everything was wrong and it should be all thrown out. There's loads of good things in there. But you can imagine what they did. I think they were away. They said they gave two weeks off to go back to the clubs and then they went away on a bit of a training camp. So all of the focus was obviously on, A, the, the run-in, the panel and obviously that Kerry game like a 28 year unbeaten yeah. like that, that's a that's a, mass, that's a that's a serious record to go down like that matters to Kerry um, 40 matches like yeah. yeah you know and I think I think Jack O'Connor you know I know we're flipping a bit but I, I think I think Kerry walked into it a little bit sleepily and I think we can get to this in a few minutes about the provincials whether they're a hindrance or not but certainly Mayo said right we are revived we are refreshed our energies are through the roof and we are going to go out with um, pace, ability, size uh, and also not a lack of tactics, obviously, and awareness of what we're trying to do, especially around Aidan O'Shea and their half, their half forwards and half backs. Um, and I think they had the right team on the pitch. I think they've, had, they've, they've brought some good under-20s in, guys who actually aren't just carrying the ball, but who actually will pose a threat yeah. as cornerbacks or halfbacks. Um, and they've strengthened depth now. Oh, they've strengthened depth. Like, I mean, I was looking at the guys they bring on. Like, they bring on McLaughlin, they bring on Durkin. They bring on fellas that are saying, well, I'll see this game out for you yeah. for 15, 20 minutes. I'm not just A and other coming in. Um, and you know what? They fully deserve that win. And they possibly could have won it by more. Um, now, I know Kerry had a good few chances in the second half. They had one or two goal chances. But the game should have been out and out of the gap. There could have been 10 or 11 points up at half time. Is the win not more impressive because they were out of match sharpness? Or is it more understandable because they had a rest? It's probably a bit of both in the sense of, you know, match sharpness. They, they've obviously had a, uh, the same league and they went on and they pushed on all through that. I think they probably did need a break, column. You know, I, th- I think they needed, a, obviously, a mentally, you know, they needed a break to kind of re- reset. But We did say you, that there's a world in which the best thing that can happen is for you to go out early and you have this break that you get yeah. another mini preseason. Like, we had that conversation with, uh, with Brady and he was making the point that, like, look, the day after the game... Or the you know minutes after the game, I won't say it's a good thing, but the day after, I'll probably wake up and go, yeah, fair enough. It, it doesn't really matter. Like when you think about it, they started the league at a, a lung busting rate because they wanted mm. to embed new new practice, new culture. Correct. And then, uh, and they saw that through. And as you say, they walked into the buzzsaw. Like yeah. Ross Common, literally the old long grass cliche is designed for yeah. games like that. And then then they're in the long grass. Yeah. And, and, They're and in the long grass a long time, though. Like, I, I'm surprised that they came out so positively because who would have forgotten muscle memory-wise about a game? I think so, but I think I think what they have they played a lot of challenges. They did, and they have belief, right? And and Mayo people, you know, you don't have to. to, to confidence is not an issue, okay? So <laughs> so uh, that's there. Um, <laughs> you know, whether it's whether it should be there, or whether it shouldn't people, be there. Confidence is not an issue. Is the, the heading of Listen, the my grandfather, my people are from Mayo, so I'm okay <laughs> in saying that. I, I I spent most of my summers on Ballycastle Beach, getting the legs ripped off me by the sand. So nice. I'm okay. I'm okay on that front I, I can take the arrows but the I tell you what they're doing and, and what, I, what I really felt well there's two things Kerry, Kerry were poor um, and people will realise oh well the Kerry forward line Kerry have a massive issue in that the forward line are forwards and that might sound a ridiculous statement but Mayo said well you guys aren't going to follow us and a lot of teams go out to contain Kerry 
and Mayo said, uh-uh, you're going to get your scores. That's fair enough, but we're going to get plenty of scores down the far end. Right. And they focused on Clifford, they focused on Brosnan, they focused on Ganey, and they focused on turning them and sending them the other way. And they're not going to do that. Clifford Ganey, they're not going to run 70, 80 yards into their own defence. They might do it once or twice, but they're not going to do it 10 or 12 times during the game. And most of the issues, people will focus around the midfield and say, oh, they were cleaned at midfield, which they were cleaned at midfield. But Mayo have big bodies, mobile men all across that half-forward and half-back line. And they have fellas now in their, in their full-back line, which they didn't really have in the league because they had it last year. Do you remember, like, Keegan, guys who would go? Yeah. Like, O'Hara came up and got a great score, fisted it over the bar, you know, even though he was on Clifford. And they, you didn't really see that in the league. The full-back line were kind of in situ. You know, they weren't taking those runs. But now they've just said, right, we're just going to focus on our strengths. And I think that's the big thing with Mayo. They're going, focus on ourselves. Yes, we, we tip the hat to the, to the opposition, of course, but we're really going to focus on ourselves and our potency. And they are potent. Bookmakers have reacted very quickly. Uh, Dublin are now the favourites to win the All Ireland. Carrier second favourites. Uh, Dublin are two to one. Carrier three to one. Mayo are now in as short as nine to two. I don't know what they were before the game at the weekend, but that's a, 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 a hardening of that price. Um, it's really important, actually, because Mayo will now more than likely beat Louth and, and beat Cork. You would expect them to win those two yeah. games. Um, one of those games is at home. One of those games is neutral venue, and that will make them top seeds straight through to an All Ireland quarter final where they now get the teams who finish second who come through those other yes. uh, whereas Kerry are now going to be facing uh, Derry or Dublin or there's one here I'm just missing I had it there in front of me a second ago uh, or Galway in an All-Ireland quarterfinal yeah I mean that's not not uh, easy having come through a, you know the previous match they're going to have to yeah. have so it'll be um, again and they don't get a break isn't that correct high intensity or, yeah, or maybe one yeah it is high intensity um, so it's, it's, it's not like I felt Kerry slept. Well, I, again, I, th- I thought they slept walk into it. I thought they were. It just shows you the provincials, you know, because you go and you yeah. just win them, and yeah. you're kind of like, right? But like literally, it looked like the provincials were. Actually, the provincials even looked below the league. If you know what I mean, the provincials look like a, an O'Byrne Cup, or yeah. a, you know, it, it looks like a pre-season competition. And if you kind of go through that and you're straight in, well, actually, that's the completely the wrong thing to do because uh, you saw it. You saw it. Like I mean, they were so far off. What did Kerry find out about themselves? In yes, the, game? the Clare match is a waste of time. Like complete waste of time. Um, and again, what it does is it probably just gives you delusions of grandeur and it brings you into a situation where you say, "Oh, we're 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 in a good place here." Because all you can do, by the way is even as a management team is look at what's on offer so you're looking at the evidence you're going I oh, know you know we're moving well here we're, we're, we're nice patterns of play and we spoke about this what they were trying to do against Clare they were kind of changing it up a bit but next thing you come against a team and Jack O'Connor said they were about four levels above them and they weren't able to get to that point at certain times they were and by the way you take Clifford out of that game and Kerry are in all sorts of balls. Like, jeez, you could you could argue that the the Clare final was a glorified training session, right? So they come up with basically little systems themselves to keep themselves interested in the game. You could argue that Mayo's preparation was actually higher when they're with their own training than Kerry against Clare and yeah. challenge matches. Exactly, and challenge and matches. Challenge you, can, you can go and play challenge matches against good teams. And you can pick whatever you want, and you can do four twenty minutes and like whatever you know. Correct. I don't know. I've, I've no information about that, but I do know that they were playing challenge matches. Yeah, and like. Um, and they're playing challenge matches more than likely against motivated teams. Yeah, if you get me, oh, you know well, teams who have either a been knocked and feel you know I've I've a bit of an axe to grind. I'm going to push on. There, Monaghan, I heard mentioned. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, 
So you know, it, it, it probably puts Kerry. Look, I don't think Kerry will be fine. You know, they'll they'll they, they still have enough. That's the thing, like, yeah. they, but, but but my issue is how open they looked. Like Morley, from a from a solid point of view. Like they were exposed so badly in that first half. Yeah. As I said, they, they should have had three goals. You'd expect yeah. their, their brain's trust of Paddy Talley and Michal Quirk uh, to be able to put that right over the course of, yeah. you know, and again, um, they'll play Cork and they'll play Loud. So they're going to be grand. Yeah. And more than likely they finish second. But it just means more games. Now, maybe this Kerry team needs loads of games to just get back to the level that they were at last year and they'll be fine because they're like, the basis of that team is still a very young side and it's not like them getting to Crow Park is going to be a knock on them. So I'm not I'm not writing them off, but they've just no. made life much more difficult. And that's why this format, for all its problems, at least has something like this that can happen. I think it's, listen, this is great format. I, you know, I know people were bemoaning the fact, oh, you know, the championship is starting without a whimper. But I thought I thought it was a fantastic game. Yeah. Galway, Galway, Tyrone. Like, I think what you can find maybe in the games, and I felt this in the Galway, Tyrone game, especially when Burns was sent off. Tyrone kind of came out, but Galway kind of like to use the boxing analogy. They just kept them just beyond reach. You know, they weren't doing enough, and I think that's a chink in Galway as well. We've spoken about this that lack of killer instinct. Like Tyrone didn't score for twenty eight minutes in that game. Twenty eight minutes, and in that spell, um, basically Tyrone were down to thirteen men. Because they had Burns sent off and Morgan was gone with a black card. And Galway consistently just kept the ball, going around, playing the ball across it. Instead of saying, Jesus, here is an opportunity for us, like a la rugby, where the opposition are down to 14. Right, we make hay here. Yeah. You know, we know what we have to do. Go for 1-4, 1-5, 1-6, really try to bury them and make the second half a complete... You know, just a, a roll on the subs and yeah. just kind of see it through. But instead, you know, very lacklustre. And right. I think Joyce is in a situation as well. Is there a possibility well. Tyrone aren't that bad, though? Oh, no. Tyrone, Tyrone are improving. Tyrone are improving. And I think if Burns hadn't been sent off, um, it was right call, um, I think they would have been a lot closer. And they possibly could have even picked Galway's mm. pocket. Um, Tyrone are coming. The midfield is very powerful. They're starting to get their forward line looking better. Their defensive situation is a little bit more solid. They won't mind the extra games. Uh, not, uh, not, not a chance. Okay. I think they're coming. Just one question here, sorry, in Galway uh, from Ronan O'Reilly on YouTube. That their bench looks light in comparison to contenders, to other contenders. Well, if I if I was sitting there on a Monday morning and, and uh, the three of us are sitting down and we're saying, right, of 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 the teams that are in there over the weekend. The squad depth is what we spoke about before. Massive. And for me, male squad depth now. Mm. What they have done, and this is what the six weeks allows you to, when you're rolling from week to week to week, what ends up happening is the guys in the squad are finding it very difficult to put their hand up because the Tuesday night is basically a run-through, so is the Thursday. So it's very hard to get a bolter out of the pack. But when you have six weeks, you can go away to training camp. All of a sudden, you're looking at an under-20 and you're going, Jesus, this lad has something. Let's try this fella. Sorry, but my point is, go. We're going back to the. You know, we go back to the trough. Uh, well, you know, he's not a bad player. You know, he, he he'll do a job for us. Whereas May are able to say, well, actually, hold on a second. You and know, and change it up. Group isn't handy. They've got Armagh and, and Westmead, so you'd expect them to beat Westmead. The Armagh game is obviously going to be a big game for them to decide yeah. exactly uh, where everybody finishes in that one. On the other side, on the flip side, Clare get beaten at home by Donegal in the first game in Group Four. That was the one they had to target. That was the one they had to win. They're the bottom of a table which has. Derry and Monaghan in it as well mm. and like you would fear for what those results are going to be for Clare in the rest of the competition and on the other side Sligo managed to come back from three points down with 68 minutes on the clock to uh, get a draw yeah. against Kildare um, one of the Kildare GA uh, Twitter accounts pointing out that Sligo are still the only county that Kildare have no 
uh, senior victory over in their history. Well, there's a stat. What? Yeah. There's the stat. Well, I think I think people are given out because I think seven minutes were played in extra time when it was meant to be additionally meant to be five. Uh, but it just shows you the Jekyll and Hyde nature of Kildare a bit, you yep. know, to go out what they did against Dublin they're and like, then to but like, like Sligo weren't bad. You know, that, and you know Sligo were there on merit in the in the Connacht final and all that stuff. I thought actually from from what I could hear and I spoke to a couple of people who were at the Clare game. Clare literally threw that game away. Now Donegal got a handle on it eventually, but they had they had opportunities to really drive it home. And instead they didn't, uh, and Donegal came back. I don't know what that does for Donegal's belief, to be honest with you. It might be just a, a plaster over the cracks. Um, but, yeah, you would fear for what's what's going to come in the back, the back of that. But, right. but they're through to a preliminary quarter-final, yeah, basically. You 100%. Know? Yeah, right. yeah, they absolutely. live to fight another day. All right, Anthony, good stuff. Cheers, Thanks, lads. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.